Hi, I'm Greg Fisher, and you're listening to Ben Station Radio, where I talk to local entrepreneurs, artists, and other interesting people about the projects they're working on and why they're so excited to be doing them in Bend. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. I've been, um, it's ever since I met you, I was like, man, we had a good chat in the kitchen that one day. I was That's like, true. Oh, cool. Like connection. Yeah, definitely. And then the fact that you were doing the Fred video, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. That was cool. How that worked out. Yeah. And then just to see you open the new space, which obviously I've been in. It's so cool. I'm excited to be there. Um, where is the space? So we're, we're ninth and Wilson. Um, which is by like DIY man cave. Yeah. Um, I've been telling people it's the actual industrial district, not the cool artsy industrial <laughs> district. Yeah. There's like Krugs and Sparrow Bakery and that cool artsy spot. We're like, right. we're not there. We're not we're like auto body shops. <laughs> yes. and then us. Yeah. Um, but it works. It's pretty central. Um, good amount of square footage for us. So we can do, do what we need to. It's kind of fitting though. It's like, manufacturers mm-hmm. yeah you know that's true makers yeah 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 um so is this a space like are you guys bringing in other people too or is it just northwest collective um that's a good question so northwest collective was just our media company um but the collective part of the name always had the intention of bringing other people in and having like this creative community um, we just didn't have that for our first two years of existence. So now this is, you know, with the new space, we are um, bringing other people in. So we've got um, a guy who does like mountain climbing films and a photographer and um, audio, audio, guy, yeah, soundtracks and stuff. So we want to have it be this, you know, creative, collaborative environment. Mm-hmm. And the idea is like one person's got a project and gosh, I could really use a designer on this. Hey, there's one right there, you know, across the desk from me. So that's what our hope is. And it's already starting to have some of that crossover, which has been cool. Um, That's cool. I feel like that stuff exists in other places. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have to be very purposeful about making it here. Right. Um, Have you felt like the audience is there? Have you seen the interest like coming? Yeah. I've been really surprised actually. Because I, I feel like I thought I knew most of the photographers in town. And there have been so many coming out of the woodwork who are like, yeah, we want to work there. We need we need three hours in the studio and we want to rent a desk part-time or whatever. Yeah. It's been awesome. And we're just getting started, but, like, I did a little Facebook ad and just, you know, it's like 10 bucks a day or something like that. I was like, I'll try this for five days just to get the word out. Um because I know a lot of times you don't know what's even happening here in Bend, even though it's a small town. So we did that, and then all of a sudden we've got a ton of interest. Like, we've got two showings today. Yeah. People who are interested in it have a showing yesterday. want to come check it out. Yeah. Um, so there seems to be a good response. And what what do you think from the end user? You know, people are hiring you or consulting with you to do projects. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that sort of materialized in town? You mean as far as like our clients? Yeah. How do people, how how are people finding you guys and like what kind of, what kind of things are they doing? It's honestly been a lot of word of mouth. Um, I feel like people know people here and if you've done work with their friend, you know, if it pops up on their Facebook feed or Instagram or something Mm -hmm. that just vents you a little bit, you know, we have that common connection. Um, so a lot of it is just 
Hey, I saw you guys did something for Michelle. Love, love the work that she did. Can we talk about my project? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty natural, honestly. Cool. cool. And sort of, what are you hoping to put forth, sort of for the community? Like, how do you guys envision yourself as a part? of Bend, like, what do you want people to perceive of, of how you guys are contributing? I think uh, we've, we've made a shift in the last year to where, you know, honestly, we're, we're just learning and growing as we go. Um, but this last year, I've kind of realized the importance of um, putting our clients first and, like, our desire to see them succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, like, our whole attitude changed from, you know, I used to just want to make amazing videos, you know, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's going to be cinematic and beautiful and check out this JJ Abrams lifestyle I got going on or whatever. And you're proud of your end product, but we've kind of made the shift to think like, is this piece actually going to help them grow their company? Is this going to be effective for them as a marketing tool? Mm-hmm. And so getting heavier on the front end, you know, on, development and the concept thing and all that stuff um, and and changing our attitude to think we want these local businesses to succeed we want to see them do really well I think we saw that a lot with Fred actually doing the promo for them because if we had just kind of gone about business as usual and said here's what we're going to do for you this is the video we're going to do a voiceover we're going to do this b-roll you know whatever if we hadn't sat down with Fred and Keely, we would have never known how like amazing they were on film and how and what amazing stories. storytellers they were. And so putting that interview piece in there made that video. You know, it made it all about Fred. It made it all about them. And it made they're so oh, they're just their energy is so good that it made perfect sense to put them on on film, even though they hated us for it. Yeah. <laughs> so do, worth it. Do you guys see, do people come to you with like a plan in the calendar or do people come up to you and are like, I know I want to do something. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, we, where does it hit most of the time? There is no most of the time. Yeah. It's all over the spectrum. Some people are, they have a script and they know they want this exact shot and we've got to, you know, they've got it all planned out. Mm-hmm. And other people are like, we, we thought it might be a good idea to do a video for our company. Yeah. Right. What about? Who's your target? <laughs> what do you want to communicate? Well, that's why we're hiring you guys. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. And honestly, I kind of like that approach mm-hmm. when, when people are open-ended. Um, if we can help them, mm-hmm. you know, because we've done enough of these to know what's generally effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know what we're good at, too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, something could be a good technique or a good approach, but it might just not be our thing. Um, so if we want to, you know, do our best work, mm-hmm. it's usually going to benefit them to do something we're comfortable with too. Yeah. And so how do, how do people respond to that? Are they like, is it exciting for someone to, I imagine it would be exciting to come in and say, I have an idea. And then six months later, you guys create something like, what's the process like for them? Like what, mm-hmm. when they're working with you, what do they figure out that they didn't know? before you guys yeah. started working together? Well, that, I mean, a lot of that, that side of, of what they're figuring out is actually new. I used to operate in just, they'd come to us and say, this is what we want, and I'd give them exactly what they asked for. And it, a lot of times it was bad, because they didn't know what makes a good video, <laughs> right. or a good marketing piece. Um, but lately, we've spent a lot more time up front mm-hmm. and saying, 
who are you guys? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite band? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what are your dreams? What do you hope to accomplish? Mm -hmm. Um, so if we can identify their goals and then kind of like strategize the whole project around that, Mm -hmm. um, that's been really cool. And so from there, you know, they might give us this big overview of what they hope to accomplish. And then we'll say, okay, so we think for, you know, for your purposes, it might be good to do like a brand video that kind of tells your story and three Instagram teasers that are going to show up in the next few months, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of put a pitch together that would help them accomplish what they're hoping to do. And then we just, I mean, I'm always emailing them and just being like, we're getting ready for shoot day. You know, mm-hmm. we've got our actors hired. We've got our camera yeah. guys ready to go. You know, it's going to be awesome. You can come if you want. You don't have to, whatever. So they can really be as involved as they want. Um, but it's definitely a little more relaxing for us if we're just in the zone, especially for Eric when he's shooting. If he's just in the zone, not worrying about clients. Um, and then from there, we go into post and, and we're just emailing updates all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, we're working on it. Here's edit one. What do you think? Here's edit two. What do you think? You know, yeah. there's a definitely an approval process all along the way. Cause mm-hmm. we found like if they hire us and then three months later we give them a video, they're kind of like, Whoa, what's this? Yeah. But if we can have checkpoints along the way to say, these are our actors we're thinking about. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And then, this is our script. Does this say what you want to say? Yeah. Are we saying something totally false about what right. you sell? <laughs> right. So or there's something. a lot of back and forth. I think that's huge because I think one of the things that prevents people from doing creative projects or doing some some more meaningful marketing is, mm-hmm. is they don't know what the steps are. They don't know what the outcomes are going to be and they don't know the schedule. Mm-hmm. And so I think tying them into that process has yeah. to help bring them along mm-hmm. and empower them. Yeah. 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 You said something else interesting about the Eric being be in his zone thing. Yeah. It's kind of funny. One thing I, I notice that happens to people who are doing work like video or something is like, mm. people want to see you do every single thing. You're kind of like, I don't really know how I do it, <laughs> yeah. but it's better if you're not here. Yes. Like, do you, much. do you feel that way? <laughs> like, do you get really into it? When yeah. You're, and it's, you're just in a different place mentally. You know, if I'm thinking about, how the light is hitting our actor's eyes or, you know, what the atmosphere is or what my camera move is going to be. It's a very different headspace than like than client meetings. Right. <laughs> yeah. Happy, friendly, making sure they're comfortable. Like it's just, I'm just in a totally different place. And so I'll bring Whitney along and she can make nice with the clients and then I can just be the creative director guy. <laughs> I think his biggest fear is that he's going to be mid-shoot working with like a big executive guy and then like boss him around and say something super like, hey, put your head down. You look crazy. <laughs> so she's the nice one and I get to just be weird. Nice. That's good though. That, it is. That feels like, like tell, them, tell them to move. They're <laughs> okay, so I think we're going to need to. Yeah. I didn't even introduce you guys. So one thing that I think is interesting is I'm with Eric and Whitney Mm -hmm. and they're both Parnell, Mm -hmm. but you guys aren't related, which is very fascinating to me. I'm (laughs) I'm curious, like where, where did you come from Whitney? Like what's, what's some of your background, especially the stuff that ties into why you're in Bend and why you're working sort of in the role you are. Okay. Um, I was born in Portland, Gresham, technically lame. I wish I'd been born in Portland. Um, my family and I, we spent a little bit of time in Lincoln, Nebraska for a few years. Um, and then came back to Bend when I was eight. So I've been here ever since. 
Cool. So 20, 21 years. Yeah. Um, and then I met Eric's wife before either of us were married. So we didn't, we had totally different last names, she and I. And then I met and fell in love with my husband, who is a Parnell. And then Eric came along. I think actually you came along into kind of our circle of friends mm-hmm. before Corey and I were married. Yeah. And, um, but we were friends and everything. And then my friend Lindsay started dating Eric and we immediately, of course, put the pieces together and mm-hmm. we were like, we're going to have the same last name. This is <laughs> we are going to both be Parnells and no, I mean, no relation. We say that our families probably parted ways off the boat, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> yeah. from Ireland. Like they were friendly to each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but they went separate ways. Right. Um, so, and then as far as work, I, I don't know. I've been in event planning for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked at a church, I've worked at a church for a long time here in town and, um, have been kind of playing a, a non-official producer role in yeah. a lot of events more cool. or less. Um, and then, and then, and I'm a musician. And so I feel like video music, all of those creative elements kind of, kind of work together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Eric and I didn't start working together until early this year where, um, I got two little boys, so I've been working from home a lot. And he was like, I've got, I just need some help with like organization, you know, administration in my company. And I loved the company already um, and kind of followed along. But um, I was like, yep, I would love to do that. So we started working and it was immediate synergy. It just worked so well. And it's funny because we've been friends for over a decade. Right. So it was, it just worked. I was like, why haven't we tried this sooner? But I don't know that either of us would have been ready sooner because of my, me being kind of stuck at home more or less really gave me the time to throw into, uh, really diving into video production a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's been a really good, it's been a good setup. And then Eric just had a baby. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, so I, I'm curious, I know that you haven't been here for 21 years. Uh, I'd be interested to sort of learn about what led you here and then also maybe a little bit the evolution of just you and film and mm-hmm. producing. Yeah. Um, so I was, I first moved here in 2001, um, right out of high school, told my parents I was going to go to college, which <laughs> actually meant that. Uh, Going to go to snowboarding at Mount Bachelor. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that, parents? Because Eric put up the, the air quotes. quotes. The air quotes. So, going to college. Going to college. Yeah, now you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was COCC at that time. And um, for me, all I knew about Bend was Mount Bachelor. And that's all I cared about. So we, we found some dirty apartment and um, snowboarded <laughs> as much as possible. And that was my life. And that's what I think you know, Bend was largely known for at that time was the mountain. Um, the retirement community and, and a ski community, it seemed like. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I have been here since. We had a short stint away in New Mexico, but it's been interesting to see um, how Bend has grown. And um, We came back from New Mexico about four years ago, and I feel like that's when I started to see this whole new vibe in Bend of the like this entrepreneurial spirit and big startup community and, um, you know, some people complain about Californians moving to Bend. I personally don't mind it. I like (laughs) some of the energy and the vibe that we're getting from some of these new people moving here and, uh, got some good friends from San Francisco and Redding and, um, they're doing some cool things here. And so, I don't know, I've been kind of stoked on, 
on the vibe that's been going here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels good. I was actually at um, an event this week that Powderhouse puts on the Powderhound um, kind of fest. Mm-hmm. I guess is what you would call it, a yeah. tower. Oh yeah. And I couldn't believe he's been doing that for 17 years. And, it's crazy. And you know, he was really focused on like, Hey, we're all here for a reason. Mm-hmm. We've been here for a little bit or for a long time and to keep kind of the stoke alive, you know, it's very outdoor focused sort of, right. Best, you know, keep the stoke alive. Like you have to continue to be friendly to people. You yeah. have to continue to include people. And I think he's right. Absolutely. Because I would hate to see it change. There are some obvious things like the ability for people to live in town at a rate that is affordable to people right. who, who are working entry level jobs and blue collar jobs. Like, right. We got to figure that out. Um, but I think in general, the energy is good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Hey, I love being here. It's kind of funny. I, I came across Ben, like I said, just for the snowboarding aspect, but I feel like outside of that, I wanted to pick to live here. If it were up to me, you know, it, it just happened to work out that way. But along the way, in the past 15 years, I guess, um, I've like fallen in love with all the aspects that Ben has to offer. It's kind of like, oh, hiking and kayaking and rock climbing and all the things that Ben is kind of like known for, I've discovered along the way, like, oh, this is why everybody loves this town. Yeah. This is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I'm interested, like, what was the thing that led to you kind of do where you are now? Like if you could point to the the one or two things that pushed you. Like work-wise? Yeah. Uh, You know, um, I always kind of was interested in filmmaking and at an early age, I thought that'd be so cool to make movies and that's still a dream of mine. Um, But I think when I was 19 or 20, there's a company here in town called Rage Films and they did ski movies. Um, so I teamed up with those guys. I just, I just found out what they're doing and they were doing this cool video work and I showed up and was like, Hey, I'd love to be a part of it. How can I help out? And, um, Sky Pinnock, um, this guy who runs, ran the company, he, he just put me to work on some grunt work stuff and they were actually going on a tour all around the Northwest. And I think we hit California. We did this big circuit. And we're sponsored by uh, Liquid Vodka and Rockstar. No, it's a good mix. <laughs> yeah. And so I was driving a Rockstar van with cases upon cases of Rockstar. And every night we had, you know, our, our vodka sponsor came out and we had a pretty wild tour. And I kind of fell in love with the scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for the wrong reasons at that point. <laughs> That's but, fun. Um, it was How old were you? I, I, I think I, I was, think I, was say. I don't know if I was 21. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Young. No, that's fine. <laughs> I was young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from there, you know, I really did. It started out with like skateboarding and snowboarding and, um, these action sports aspects, you know, just making videos with my buddies. But once I figured out that it could kind of become a career path, um, I loved the work and I, I loved, you know, I'm, you know, here we are on a podcast, but I'd say I'm not much of a verbal communicator. Um, I've always liked kind of being able mm-hmm. to craft my story and, and edit it and put the pieces together in a way that I'm proud of before I can show it to the world. Um, so I really liked that aspect of, of video work. And so, yeah, I just kind of stuck with it. And like I said, I was in New Mexico for a short time and 
Did, did you do some film there? Were you doing the same yeah. thing? Yeah. Cool. So, so there's actually a pretty thriving film industry in New Mexico. Right. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that at the time, but um, a lot of movies were shot over there. So when we moved there, I got, got to work on like Thor and the Avengers and some big um, Hollywood blockbuster stuff and got some good experience um, and thought that was going to be my career path. Like, okay, I'm just going to yeah. stick in the Hollywood scene and I'll work my way up to be the next Scorsese. <laughs> and uh, didn't take me long to figure out that that's not really how it works. You know, usually you're, if you're a grunt at the bottom of the totem pole in the film industry, you might work for 10 or 20 years before you move up the ladder. And um, a lot of the people that I knew that were doing well and were doing the type of creative cinematography type stuff that I was interested in would told me, if you want to work in film and the movies, you're going to need to do it on your own and break in. Um, you'll be, you know, carrying hundred pound cable here for five years before you right. are actually on set adjusting mm -hmm. a light, you know? Um, so that, that kind of led me back to commercial world and also just, um, giving me freedom to be with, with my wife and, mm -hmm. you know, movies are six months at a time, 15, 16 hour days. And so I decided if I was going to do that, I'd want to do it on my own, you know, and kind of break in independent and commercial work's been amazing this far to work on my craft and help, you know, like I said, help other businesses to grow. And, um, well, you kind of need fun. to keep doing, you know, I, I can't imagine that you don't still have, this sort of creative spark in you that wants to do something of your own kind of making. Yeah. But you have to keep making stuff every day totally. to realize that, right? Like I, I can imagine if you were in New Mexico and thinking the way you were, you mm. probably have something big burning somewhere. Yeah. Right. But doing this work every day will, will yeah. help, help you unlock that. Totally. Exactly. And I'm working on my skills, you know, honestly, I don't think I'd make a great film today. You right. know, I'm still I'm still getting better and still learning and growing. And, um, so there's that aspect of it, you know, the filmmaking dreams. But I, I have kind of fallen in love with advertising along the way. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We're always doing something different. We're learning other people's stories along the way, working with new clients. And we nerd out. We nerd out about like we met with a, an earthquake what seismic testing company oh yeah and we're just digging in like doing all this so what, what how do you do it what's a shake table <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that's fun it's yeah. really fun we you know we learn about the real estate industry or mm -hmm. we're learning about um, Insur health insurance and right. small small business and oh, yeah we, we just did a three-part series for an insurance company mm -hmm. and i was sure that they were taking all of our money the insurance companies mm -hmm. but come to find out they're not making any money either. They're not making any money either. <laughs> right. You know, it's we the pharmaceutical companies. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but you kind of get to learn this stuff when you dig into mm -hmm. these different industries um, as you're working with them. I drove through Moab for the first time uh, a few months ago, and that reminded me of like the filmmaking thing. My brother and I were looking at like Wikipedia, and we're like, "Whoa, this was filmed here. This was filmed here. Right. This was filmed there." Yeah. It was crazy. I would have, I would have no problem being there. The other thing that you brought up for me was like. I was just trying to really put a timetable together for how long you've been working mm -hmm. on this. And I just, it, it stuns me when people aren't aware, yeah. right? Like you guys are producing really nice stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that's evident through your work, but it's not like you just decided yesterday mm -hmm. you were going to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of background. Yeah. 
And what's funny is a lot of people, even especially younger people of like 21 or 23 age demographic will approach me and, you know, kind of think it's cool what we're doing. And, um, oftentimes feel like they have the need to tell me how much better I could run my company. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like, they think we just started this yesterday, Mm -hmm. you know, want to, they want to be a part of it, which is cool. But, um, there's a lot of background. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of history like, just here. Just do the work. Just a do lot the work, of work right? that's got yeah. us here. And, um, yeah, I that's cool. I don't want to go too far. No, it's fine. I, I would just tell you, there there's some kids that I heard about in town that are like 17-year-olds that are filming every day. They're doing, oh, yeah. they're doing like little projects for some of the companies. Mm-hmm. They're just filming each other and their friends or whatever. I'm like, yes, yeah. that's that's yeah. what you should be doing. Yep. Yeah. Like no more, no complaining, no yep. wishing. Like, yeah. Just go do that. And it's funny. I don't know. I just, well, I feel like with YouTube, you know, we've all talked about like the YouTube generation. We, we expect to be instantly famous. Our generation does, yeah. you know, and, and we forget about hard work and yeah, it's so important. It's so yeah. vital. It's true. I feel like it's interesting. Just now in the last couple of years, I feel like I'm doing work that I'm proud of. And I have been doing this, you know, I've been doing freelance work for, over 10 years mm-hmm. um and i did a lot of bad videos yeah <laughs> i did a lot of crappy work and you That's know it was at a lower price point you know and yeah. people, they, they were stoked on it and mm-hmm. you know i always had clients that were happy but in my opinion it was like mm-hmm. i always you know wanted to be doing something better and i still do you know i still feel like we're starting out yeah um but it's been good i feel like we're in a good place um Sorry, I got something in my um, I just wanted to ask you guys, like, literally being here, mm-hmm. what is the thing, whether, I know it changes, but what's the thing right now that when you wake up in bed and you're like, yes, this is what I'm going to do, or this is what I'm excited about? And it could be anything. I mean, this could be yeah. literally favorite activity, like, place to go, <laughs> as simple as, like, seeing the new, you know, child, but, like, yeah. in bed, mm-hmm. what is the thing this year, like, right now? This, this past year for me, I got into um, like Dillon Falls, Benham Falls, Lava Lake, that whole area of trails and along the river up there, Bigetti and all that. That was this whole area of town that I just mm-hmm. never really explored. And like I said, I've been here forever, it feels like. And there's still little pockets that I haven't discovered and dug into. And so my thing, usually Sunday afternoons, I just kind of break away and... Um, do little solo hikes where I'll go off by myself. And um, it's it's just a beautiful place that we live in. And I feel like I'm still learning that every day and finding new things and exploring. And um, that's been a really cool, just time of reflection and like, you know, get some time to think. Um, but yeah, to have that beautiful scenery 10 minutes right out of town. Yeah. You know, it's been awesome. What about you, Wendy? We have a tradition because my whole family lives here. And when it first snows each year, we go to 900 Wall and get hot butter rum. Mm. So I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for that Ooh, snow. That first snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've done it like six years in a row now. And That's it's the cool. Funnest thing, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's things like that. We love. We just love the restaurants here. We yeah. love the restaurants here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, a quick fire restaurant. Chow number one. Yeah, for sure. 
What do you got? Breakfast places, Child Victorian Cafe, and the K Cottage. I think those are top three. Easy. We're at Jackson's Corner on the east side all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. We're there like four times yes. a week. Yes. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. It's amazing. It's super good. We're friends with the people there. We play music there. We're it's yeah. our go-to for sure. Where are you playing music? Oh, okay. So uh, Corey, my husband, is in a band, Precious Bird. They play all around town. They play at all the festivals. Cool. And then Corey and I do an acoustic duo where we'll play at restaurants sometimes. Awesome. Um, it's fun. We've got the two little kids now, so it takes a lot right. more juggling. Right. <laughs> but it's still so much fun. And it's kind of like a little date night. We get to get out, play right. some music, get some food. They're super good. We have fun. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sign up for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sweet. Fun. Um,